0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special January, January twenty fourth edition of the Hughes Sports Podcast. I am host, Easy for you to say. I am your host, of course, Jake Hughes, alongside the old man. Old man, how
1: the hell are you doing today? I am doing freaking amazing. Um, did you see, we always talk about the weather when we first log on. Did you see the forecast for the next week? No, I don't trust them. I don't trust them. At it's this point, at above zero all week. I don't trust and them. Plus fifteen by the weekend.
0: I don't trust them. I don't trust them at all in any way, what? shape, or form.
1: Oh. Huge show. Huge, Huge show today.
0: Uh, just for those uh, watching down in the states, we might have a few more American viewers. That is fifty-nine degrees Fahrenheit when we get to plus fifteen Celsius.
1: Um, and it was minus show. forty. Which is
0: at this that point, it's the exact same. It doesn't matter. Minus <laughs> forty is minus forty. Um, but you've had a very busy weekend. You think this started, when did, when did you message me originally about this? This was Thursday,
1: Thir- Wednesday, Thursday. I think I found out about it Wednesday or Thursday and I kind of went, huh, there's got to be something that's, that's, it's past the Hughes smell test. Well,
0: the Hughes so- the smell quite a bit.
1: We've got big noses. Oh, no, no. Oh. Big
0: noses. Oh. We smell a lot. Oh. We don't, we don't stink. <laughs> we smell a lot. Yeah.
1: So anyway, so I reached out to a couple people, 3 or 4 different people in the industry and kind of asked their opinion and literally everybody I talked to went, "What? Yeah. That can't be right." So I thought, "Okay, well, I've heard it from one person, I need to get verification for for it." So what we're talking about folks is Arlan Bruce the 4th. Um he originally signed a contract. They announced it December 18th on cfl.ca. And uh, it was supposed to be a two-year contract with the Edmonton Elks. And like I say, I found out last week the commissioner's office, and I'm saying the commissioner's office because I would think that's the level it would go to. Someone in the CFL voided the contract with Arlan Bruce IV. So I started doing some digging and I was like, wow, this just, just doesn't smell right. There is all kinds of there is a backstory to it. We'll get to it in a minute because we have a very, very special guest. Uh, I reached out to uh, Mr. Arlan Bruce the Third, and through him, I was able to reach out to Arlan Bruce the Fourth. Actually, I posted something on Twitter and Arlan the Fourth messaged me and I was like, okay, here's a great opportunity to actually get it from the person's direct voice. So without further ado, let's bring in Mr. AB4. We've had his dad on the show in the past. So now we are privileged to have AB4. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. How y'all doing? We're doing good.
0: It's supposed to be plus degree weather here. Apparently it's going to be great.
2: That's
0: awesome.
1: I was just in
2: Iowa. It was negative 13 degrees Fahrenheit. I don't know
1: if that is. See, we we got down. It was uh, minus 40 Oh, um, wow. Here in Calgary, which is the same in in Fahrenheit as it is in Celsius, they meet at that point. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah too cold. cold. I, have, I
2: have no room to complain. Then at all. <laughs> at all. It's
1: so cold. I once saw a dog uh, frozen to a fire hydrant. Yeah, that is, yeah, that's a different level of cold. <laughs> that's too cold. Anyways, it's warming up. We didn't invite you, AB4 on to talk about the weather. <laughs> But he is we, down we in do. Texas, so he's, he has no clue. <laughs> no clue at all. His dad oh. got hit by a big snowstorm down in Vancouver, so that was kind of cool. I laughed because I'm from <laughs> Vancouver originally. I grew up there. They don't know and how to deal with snow it gets there. Snow, I just giggle. <laughs> Anyways, AB4, tell us about yourself. Where did you go to high school?
2: So I went to Olathe North High School in Olathe, Kansas. Um, and then I ended up graduating from Ankeny High School in Ankeny, Iowa um, because of COVID. That's why I ended up transferring
1: for my senior year of high school. Oh, gotcha. You were right in that middle of COVID, eh? Yeah, sir. Senior wow. Year. Senior so year how did, I was going to say, how did that affect your football season
2: uh, in, in Iowa? Uh, so in, in Olathe, it affected it because they were talking about canceling the season. And then I thought about how I was graduating early to go to the University of Iowa. And I didn't want to have a year off of not playing football and just sitting there. so Because I knew I wanted to go play early at Iowa. So, I mean, I talked to some boys who were committed at Iowa. My boy, Brody Brecht, he's actually about to get drafted in the MLB. He played football and baseball. Oh, nice. Um, and he was like, yeah, we're having a season for sure. So I made the move, and it happened. And I here from there. Nice.
1: Now, when was it? Like, how old were you when you realized – this is what i want to do i mean obviously we all know your dad anybody who's watching this show knows who ab3 is um he had a great hall of fame career here in the cfl when did you realize i mean obviously you watched your dad play but how old were you when you went i want to do that too
2: i'd say probably five or six years old i mean i've been playing football since i was five or six and i first played tackle football in like first or second grade so i have I've known for a while, all my whole, my whole Bruce side, whole uh, family tree went to a to North played football. So that was my dream growing up.
1: Wow. Five or six years old and sure. you had your mindset. This is what I'm going to do. That's yeah. to me at five or six, I was still picking my nose and probably. <laughs> it. He's like, I, had no I was idea.
2: too, but I was playing football while doing it.
1: <laughs> sure. See, we didn't, ha- we don't have that kind of, passion up here for football the way you guys do down in the US up here at 5 or 6 people are skating and playing hockey and they want to play in the NHL now only less than 1% of people who play hockey make the NHL I'm sure that stat is probably even smaller um, down in the states for people who make it to a pro level whether that be the NFL or move up to Canada and play in the CFL or the numerous other leagues that keep popping up all over in the spring. Exactly. Um, so then you went to university, sorry, you went to, you graduated out of Iowa?
2: Yes, sir. Ankeny, Iowa.
1: And then you went to university of Iowa. Did you not?
2: Yes, sir. In January, 2021.
1: Nice. Now I know you had a pretty darn good couple years there. Um, Cause I wrote about it and I had to, I looked it up. Um, what were your stats there? Do you have them off? Do you know your stats off the top of your head?
2: Uh, I'd say uh, my sophomore year wasn't very good, but I'd say my true freshman year, just going in there, and I didn't get to play until like uh, week five. I had probably two hundred receiving yards total, and I had four total touchdowns. Nice, three, three rushing, one receiving. But sophomore year wasn't wasn't my best year. I had less catches, than 19 catches, and I don't even think I had 200 yards. But you know, that's that's part of it. But um, you I got to get I put on put the field. I, yeah, I think I put out some good tape when I had the ball in my hands. And every time I got the ball in my hands, I made a play. You know, I also played in the backfield a little bit, too.
1: Oh, right on. Right on. So then you um, we're going to kind of skip over what happened. Um, we're going to go back to it. I am um, doing this on purpose. Um, the Edmonton Elks came a knocking on your door at one point. Explain what happened there.
2: Yes, sir. So I was at Oklahoma State um, with the whole situation that happened. Um, I don't know if you want me to touch on that now. or we. Can't. Yeah, touch on it
1: now. Let's touch on it okay. now, what happened.
2: Okay. So yeah, uh, I was about 18, 19 years old, and my cousin had a DraftKings account. And um, me and then a group of guys, like multiple guys, four to five guys, will log in and just put bets in. And then because – my email was linked with the DraftKings account. The NCAA just said, this whole account is going towards your name. So, every single every single thing on that account went towards my name. So, I mean, this happened. I had already transferred to Oklahoma State in January of 2023. Um, try to play there. I was excited to play there. They throw the ball a lot. Yeah. Them, I feel like play a, a crucial role in their offense and their RPOs and quick game and um just everything that they do but i want to say in may um i had like an fbi agent a oklahoma cop and an iowa cop come to my door in may and they had a a warrant for my phone oh geez And i never got the phone back so they, they had a warrant for my phone questioned me for a long time and then that was that and then fast forward to about august um I was doing fall camp the first week, and then boom! I find out on Twitter that I was charged with
1: underage gambling through okay, Twitter. Well, let's stop there. You okay. found out on Twitter that yes. you've you've been charged. You didn't get a phone call. You didn't get no. a letter. They didn't serve no, you. It. They didn't knock on your door.
2: <laughs> yeah. So got my phone taken in May, and then fast forward to August, or no, it might have been it might have been July. It might have been July. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, I found out through Twitter, like I got charged with underage gambling and I read it right before I go into the weight room to lift. And I'm like, oh wow, like this this does not look good. This is gonna blow up. So I go yeah. into the weight room and then within ten minutes my receiver coach comes in there and he pulls me to the side. He's like, Yeah, like we just saw what was posted on Twitter, like we're gonna to talk to you, but like right now, you you know what I'm saying you can't can't be with us. But they they were cool about it, you know. They showed love, and I hate to even bring it to them, but yeah, that's that's pretty much what happened. And then um, after like waiting to hear from the NCAA and guys who are further along in the process than me, um, they were trying to file for an appeal from the NCAA after losing eligibility. So the next proce- the next step in the process would be to file for an appeal which goes right. to a different different board of people in the ncaa and some of those guys were getting denied so i just was like all right i'm gonna look at my next options so um i obviously got in contact with the elks and i didn't know about a Neglist you know mm-hmm. so i got i got put on their necklace um and then yeah i got a cfl agent and i signed a contract.
1: So you were on that. See, this is something I didn't know. So you were on their neg list. Mm -hmm. Then you signed a contract. Yes. See, now I first became aware of it. Your dad was so excited that you were being signed (laughs) by the Elks. He reached out to me, I think, that the day he found out and was just going on and on about it. I believe CFL.ca. Reported the elk sign AB4. I'm assuming this CFL.ca is run by the Canadian Football League. I'm just guessing. I'm not that's a great guess.
2: That is a very good guess. I'm
1: guessing. I'm just assuming you know what they say when I assume. assume.
0: And just for posterity's sake, that article is still up, uh, labeled December 8th, 2023.
1: December 8th. Thank you, thank you, Jake. So then. You're you're prepared to move to the frozen tundra that we call Edmonton. Have you ever been there?
2: Uh Edmonton? No, I have not. Oh,
1: dude. <laughs> See, we have this thing, Calgary and Edmonton. We live just outside of Calgary. Jake lives in Calgary. And Edmonton, they're the two biggest cities in Alberta. And there is such a huge rivalry that it's like you say Edmonton and you spit. It's that bad. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, we call it the Battle of Alberta whenever Calgary and Edmonton play. doesn't matter if it's CFL or NHL. Um, so we're going to bug Edmonton. Anyways, I'm not going to bug them that much. But so you're prepared to move to Edmonton, carry on with your career.
2: Yes, sir. And, and what then, happens? So I signed my contract. You know, I'm I'm getting ready. I'm at the field. Running routes, I'm running up to the line of scrimmage. I've never done this before, you know. i Of course. So I'm practicing doing this. I'm excited. Like I'm 21 years old. Like I'm about to go to the CFL. Like I'm probably going to be youngest player on the roster, if not one of. Um, and then two days later, my agent <clears throat> Rob Fry, he works with Gil Scott. I know he's an agent that's well known around there. Yeah. Um, he was like, "Yeah, buddy, I don't have good news." He was like um the commissioner's not accepting your contract and then he was i was like i was like why is like there a reason why and then he said um i don't really he said he didn't give an exact answer but i will try to i'll try to reach out to him like i'll try to call him and see what's up so basically it was he said because of what happened at iowa but I mean, he, I was like, so it's not even a legal thing. It's what happened to Iowa. Like, how does that even make sense? Like, that has nothing to do with the CFL. Because well, if you think about it, like, if it was a legal side, I paid a $600 fine that was equivalent to a traffic stop. And there's probably – I mean, I, I don't know for sure. and I don't want to play the woe is me game. You know, that's not how I am. But, I, like, there's definitely probably guys who have got DUIs or
1: some type oh, of battery card. Dude, we have – I'm not going to name names, but I know for a fact there has been and probably still is convicted convicts playing in the CFL. Not just that one. Ricky Williams. Thank you. I was just going to bring up Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams, Williams, who who literally was um, suspended? Suspended. Thank you. From the NFL for drug charges, came up here during his suspension and played. That's crazy. So when I when that's why I picked this story up to uh, Arnold, Arnold, Ireland. It was just one of those, what the beep, 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 because nothing of it made sense. So I want people to know, we did our due diligence. We heard the story. I confirmed it. I had a good friend of mine, Rod Peterson, reached out to the Elks head coach, Chris Jones, who was a very good friend of Rod's. And he said, yes, we had signed him. We were excited about bringing AB4 up here and the commish killed it. Now, why? Dot, 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 dot. dot, dot, dot. I'm going to go back and I'm going to tell a story about your dad. In 2018, your dad sued the CFL um, for post-concussion syndrome Unfortunately he failed. Um, I I remember it vividly and I remember thinking this is what needs to happen. Somebody needs to step up and say, you know what? When it was back in that day, we were forced to play. I mean, you got hit in the head. It was like don't get out there. You guys come on. Don't 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 be a pansy. Get out there and play. That's what used to happen. Totally different story now. Is do you think that they voided your contract because of that
2: i mean it would be i'd be remiss if i didn't say that there wasn't bias there for sure you know like if i had a if i had a different name you know and maybe if like my name maybe if i still had the last name but maybe if my first name was different maybe it would have slipped by you know but it's just having the same name i think that just maybe like hmm you know AB three, AB four. Was the commissioner there in
1: 2018? When did when did Andy when did uh, Ambrose start? Jake, Jake's going to be my Google. I'm going to want to say one. no, but he could have been. Yeah,
2: <clears throat> but it would have been. Is a, is a quick Google search. I mean,
1: everybody knows who AB three is. Yeah. It's not. It's not a secret. You mentioned AB three. People talk about the lawsuit. It was a big thing. It was. I still say, and I'll say it till the day I take my last breath, the only reason your dad is not in the CFL Hall of Fame is because of the lawsuit. When you have 12,000 yards receiving, two great cups, four all-star appearances, how can you not say that's not a Hall of Fame career? There's only one reason.
0: June... Or, I guess it was officially on seven days later. So, beginning of July 2017. So, Ambrosi hmm. was the commissioner hmm. at that time.
1: Hmm. Just saying. I'm not saying Randy Ambrosi is holding a grudge because okay. that would put me in a situation where people might be pissy with me. What I am saying is give us an answer. Like, don't just, you can't, you would look like a fool if you're going to come out publicly and state we're not letting this young man play football because he got a $600 fine.
2: And this is something I did as a 18 19 year old kid, you know. I I mean I own up like I shouldn't have been doing it in the first place, you know. I mean, I'm not going to touch on like every account like I I mean it was
1: accredited towards me, but it's just, you know, it's a mistake that or- I
2: made and I work from
1: and see, that part wasn't um, publicized where you um, there was numerous people using that same account. Exactly. So it wasn't all your vets. Um, but what, what I respect from you, Arland, is the fact that you said, yeah, I screwed up. I was a kid. I was an, a young adult. I made a mistake. We all make mistakes. It's a fact. But you made amends. You've changed your life. Tell us about how you've changed your life.
2: Yes, sir. So right now um, I'm in Dallas, Texas. I'm training for um, Big Twelve Pro Day. So I got I got uh, I requested special eligibility from the NFL. So what that is is for underclassmen um, to be be picked up by a
1: team um, in the So NFL. stop there. The NFL overlooks your six hundred dollar misdemeanor is it a misdemeanor was that
2: yeah i mean it's not, it's not on My
1: it's a traffic i've had bigger traffic tickets <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's it's insane so the nfl said yes you can go into the draft
2: yes sir and um yeah i mean obviously like i've been getting calls from like scouts this week you know ever since the list <laughs> dropped and um like they'll, they'll obviously they have to do their due diligence and they try to get they know every they want to know everything about you and they ask they ask about the situation and they even ask about like the CFL thing cuz obviously they do a whole background check and oh, okay, yeah. everything about you so they they also the NFL scouts are saying like that's BS like you know it's crazy isn't it but it's, i mean that's i'm a I'm a big man of faith and i believe that God is going to take me exactly where he wants me to go <laughs> and that this is a path that he has for me. I don't know why, but it'll it's something that will be answered later on. It make sense. That is
1: something I saw, and I was really kind of humbled by it and taken back because you posted a video. I don't know if it was on Twitter, or I think it might have been on Twitter that I saw it, of you being baptized. Just re- Was that not just recently? That was April, April 16, 2023, yes, sir. So when you say you turned your life around, you've really turned your life around. Exactly. Yes, sir. Uh, You know what? I honestly believe everything in the world happens for a reason. If you weren't supposed to go to Edmonton because you have bigger things to do in the NFL, well, good on you. What's your your dream? We talked about it off air. How old were you when you said in your head, this is what I want to do. I want to play in the NFL around five
2: or six years old
1: that's insane to me that's just literally insane that a five-year-old said i want to i want to be in the nfl or playing pro football you're on your way anything else you want to add um
2: really i'm just grateful for all the people who have supported me through this you know uh, people who have been trying to help me out because obviously like the, I couldn't uh, the CFL Players Association because I haven't been in the CFL, they couldn't help me out. But I know there are some guys who reached out to me wanting to help and then yeah, I appreciate Oklahoma State. They kept me on scholarship. Um, even when I wasn't practicing, they let their facilities stay open to me and let me eat and wow. I'm just grateful to all Coach Gundy and all of Oklahoma State and everyone who's just been supportive and haven't turned their backs on me, you know.
1: Well, you know what? I don't think I've ever paid attention to the NFL draft. Um, you're going, you're going into the NFL draft in 2024. I take it. Yes, sir. Yes, when sir. is it? What's the date? Do you know the date? You probably know um, the date off the top of your
0: head. April 27th to
1: 29th. Yeah, April, yeah, something around there.
2: But you know, I'm not even. I mean, I I'd love to get drafted. You know, I haven't. I haven't even shown nearly what I can do, so I don't know if that's the case. But I, I would love if that is. But man, I just, I, if I get the opportunity, I know I'm gonna take full advantage of it
1: for sure. I feel it. Um, I won't go into what I do, and my in behind this BC Lions flag is all kind of plaques where um, I, I'm very spiritual. Um, I feel. Um, you're going to do great things. You were meant to do great things. So we will be watching the NFL draft. At least I will be. Um, I have a feeling we're going to hear your name more. If not at this draft, I think there's still something available in the CFL. I think people are talking. I'm going to say talking behind the s- scenes. Um, and hopefully, I would love to see you freaking wearing... A BC Lions jersey. <laughs> none, none of this Edmonton Elks crap. <laughs> I would love it. Take after your dad. Um, so keep in touch. Let us know how things are going. And we'll be watching. You got anything for him, Jake? Sorry, I kind of no, took this, over there.
0: No, this has been your thing. You've been doing all the legwork on this. I've just been... I've just been here be editing your your sloppy grammar and poor spelling. <laughs> um no honestly this is this is a, a story that as soon as the old man sent it to me, I was like, that doesn't make sense like there's gotta there's gotta be a reason, and there's not it's not even like a the c f l has announced that we voided the contract due to something. There's hasn't been an, an ounce of PR from the CFL on this. Yeah,
2: and I, that's the, I mean I haven't heard either, so and that's what's like crazy.
0: It's the most shocking thing to me. I work in digital marketing. I work, work with PR different PR ideas. If you're gonna do something like this, it, it's going to get out eventually because they are not gonna go to you and say, "Hey, you can't say anything." Shush, shush. What, what exactly. are you? What are they gonna do? But. How how all they had to do was put out a tweet saying, due to circumstances that won't be discussed, this is it. Like this is the reason. That's all they had to say to us to, to get a comment in in the article we posted. They wouldn't. But the Alex not did. even the Alex did right away. The Elks Literally awesome. The Alex within an hour replied to us saying, "Hey, appreciate you reaching out. No comment. Uh, talk with the CFL head office."
1: Which is what we what I expected because 100%. the Elks had nothing to do with it. Exactly. What, no. what kills me, Arland, is. For me, it was a simple Google search. I found out everything that you talked about with the underage gambling, everything was within seconds, literally seconds. I was able to go, bing, there it is. Then I went contract voided CFL, nothing, zip, zero.
2: And I noticed, I mean, I know some articles of uh, me signing to the Elks are still up, but I noticed a lot of them like were deleted um i don't know which ones but i noticed like a couple were i don't know if i'm still on the roster on the cfo website but i mean oh i, still... I didn't
1: look yeah that I mean, would be I, an interest... I,
2: yeah i was i don't know if i still am
1: <laughs> i hope you took a screenshot of it so you could say i was no, on I the didn't. roster no,
2: I, I didn't i mean i have the contract <laughs> you have
1: the contract dang it
0: yeah, I have the contract, man.
1: dang dang well you know what Again, everything happens for a reason, Arlan, so bigger and better. I can feel it. Keep in touch. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for having the courage to come on live with us and tell us your story. I appreciate it.
2: Well, I appreciate y'all letting me get on here and tell my story as well. So keep doing what you guys are doing as well.
1: Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. We'll be in touch.
2: Yes, sir. You guys too. Take care.
1: What a cool young man. Um. Yeah. Whew, Arlen Bruce the third, you've got a cool, cool son. Um, I did bring I did bring it up while
0: you guys were I talking. Did. I didn't get get a chance to bring it up, but yeah, Arlen Bruce third in chat watching. Just great job, son. Um, just a very humble. Oh. Again, like you said, took blame for what happened and said it's on me. Shouldn't have done it, but also, like I look at it from a Canadian perspective. Eighteen, nineteen. You're gambling. That's legal here in Canada.
1: Well, yeah. Like, it, did it just he make ass- a mistake? Was he betting incorrectly when yeah. he shouldn't have been 100%. on the wrong teams? Yes, hundred percent. He admits it. He but, said it. Well, he was here. <sighs> Compared to what some of these people who are playing our game have done, and. Again. I, I'm not saying they shouldn't. People, you got to understand. I'm not saying they shouldn't be in the league. They should be in the league. They, whether they're con, uh, ex-con, they paid their time. They did their time. They like, paid their fine. Friend, friend of the show, friend, friend
0: of ours, Rod Peterson said it. The CFL used to be the place of second chances. Yes. What happened? What happened? Hatred happened. Hurt feel hurt. All it is is hurt feelings.
1: It. You can't tell me, a, oh, we've come up with this new rule about gambling and we don't want anybody involved. Well, then okay, don't have and, a effing uh, betting company as your sponsor. Take off all bet99
0: sponsorships for come and on. all the
1: money away from the CFL.
0: Easy as that. If you if you want to distance yourself from betting, I get that. I understand. But then you have to take the, the financial toll on that. It's, or come out or come out and say it. Hey, we don't want Arlen Bruce the fourth in the league because we don't disagree with what Arlen Bruce the third tried to do. And then you're making the son pay for the father's sins. sins. God I'm forbid using you should have to pay for all my sins. Oh, God. I'd, I,
1: uh... <laughs> You'd be in trouble. I'd be, I'd be in jail forever. So um, CFL, I know you have people listening. Reach out. We'll have you on. I'd, lo- I'd love to have a representative of the CFL on, even just for five minutes to explain their side of things. Put it, put it out there. Let us know. We reached out. We reached out three times. Four times.
0: One email. I sent an email and then you've called three times.
1: Nothing. So CFL reach out. We're here. We love the CFL. That's why we're talking about this. It's not because we want to,
0: and I, and I, and I want to get this straight for everyone who's might be listening. Be like, Oh, they're just shitting on the CFL. No, I, <gasps> this is a league that I want to see succeed. And like, I was looking through while you guys were talking just in case it came up to it. Like, there are players who were last year who were on the, like the, what is it? I'm terrible with this wording. The special eligibility list yep. in the 2023 draft that got drafted in the third round. Like it's not unheard of for a player to need special eligibility to get into the third round and drafted. That's huge. That's a, that's yes. like, Oh, third round. That's so far down. No, that's you're playing in the NFL position. Yes. Right.
1: Arlan Bruce III says, what team do you see AB4 going to? Dude, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not even going to try to guess or use my channeling abilities. But it's important. ai am going to put this up here. I'm going to put this up here because a big part of this. <laughs> Let's uh, get rid of the first part. For your information, my son was 10 years old when all this happened. 10 he was 10 years old when this happened come on cfl not he wasn't 10 when the underage gambling he was 10 when arlan bruce um took a stand um and, and the reason it
0: wasn't heard and i like i've done a lot more research into the Arlan bruce because i knew what was going on but again it was five what? years ago si- six years ago yeah six like, years ago yeah I want, and, and I can be honest about this. I had lost touch with the CFL for a long point at that time, especially all the, the extra news and everything. NHL really took over my yes. my main sport of interest. But the reason it didn't go, it, it, it didn't get into the Supreme Court of, B- of British Columbia is because the NFL, because it should be going through an arbitration case for the CFLPA. However, the CFLPA is the most unique, uh, uh, unique, and stupidly set up. Players Association because it's not there to protect the players. Looking into everything that I'm, I'm reading, and I'd, I'd love to have a res- uh, uh, someone come on and talk about this. This might be something that I'm doing uh, another deep dive on in <laughs> tandem with this. But there is no like, there's a, no collect, real collective bargaining agreement between the CFLPA and the CFL. Who is it there for then? If there's no collect- CBA, who is it protecting?
1: Yeah. Who do they work for? Who pays them? Who knows? Anyway, that's, this is a fluid story, folks. Um, it's the first time I've done any type of investigative reporting. And I got to tell you, I freaking loved it. <laughs> I'm loving this stuff. Um, it's got my, my juices flowing. And anybody that knows me from my past, um, used to be politics. Um, if I got my freaking teeth into a bone, I never let go. I was like a, like a bulldog. So, um, well, I want to bring this
0: up. I, I hope Arlen the fourth is still watching, but a couple of comments here in the chat from YouTube of just being like, Hey, you're an incredible young man. And the CFL lost out on a great player due to their prejudice and bias. It's as simple as that literally the, the and I know for a fact, the person who put this comment in has never watched you play a down of football. And they know just from the the twenty five thirty minutes we had you on that you're humble, you're respecting, you're respectable, and not only that, but you owned up to your mistake and you turned your life around. Just the that's CFO all you can ask. The it, looking at this from a PR perspective again, I always put on the PR hat. If you're the CFL PR, you're the Edmonton Alex PR. You, this is the story you should be running with. Well, hey, Ed- we had a guy. We had a guy who who made mistakes in his past. We, we saw him make a life change. The CFL gave him that chance.
1: Let's not forget who's up in um, Edmonton. We have probably one of the greatest, if not the greatest, sorry, Ireland, receiver ever to play in the CFL in G-Roy Simon. I'm sure g Roy took a look at some of those tapes that uh, AB4 was talking about and went, Ooh, this kid's got something.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, you don't get a contract just because you have a, you have a name.
1: No, no, heck no. No, no, no. So it'll be interesting to see where this goes. We're going to follow it. I promise you that. And, um, we'll see. We'll see. Not just that, but we're
0: also going to follow Arlen Bruce, the Fourth's career. I kind of want to make that a, a huge sports highlight is, once he signs, we, we, we talk about that. Kind of, we, we spotlight him through for the first five years of his career.
1: He probably, by, by the time he's in his second year, he'll probably forget who we are and um, he'll no, be, by, a, he'll by be a superstar. Of, but by
0: that time, we'll, he'll, we'll, we'll like given him the platform then, that he can drag us up into the into superstardom levels. <laughs> um, What
1: else are we going to talk about?
0: Let's stay on the topic of the CFL. I know you had the the it in things in different orders and I, I kind of came in late today and, and screwed it up, but the potential CFL the potential CFL changes.
1: Oh, we talked about that last week.
0: Did we, we just, talk about did, that last week? Yeah, we just didn't delete that. Okay. That's I was like, I thought we talked about it, but I don't know. Yes. However, there has been an update on it a little bit. Oh, has there? Um, so there is talk about the as we talked about discussed before about giving the ball at the 40 yard line, there's also discussion regarding taking a look at the XFL's uh, kickoff. So this, if you're not aware, this was uh, the XFL last year before they folded into the UFL with the USFL. Um, They had a kickoff where only the kicker and the receiver were able to move until the ball was caught by the receiver the defending team was lined up five yards apart from the defending team and no one could move until the ball was caught. The theory behind this was it would still allow for explosive returns, exciting plays. And again, we think, um, I mean, I'm going to speak for myself, but I know for the old man, we think the the kickoff return can be one of the most exciting plays in football. So it still allowed for those big returns, but it stopped a lot of those unnecessary injuries of people running full speed downhill and getting and getting just blocked a clean block, but getting your bell rung or you're running and you, all of a sudden you twin something in your knee and you blow an ACL an MCL a hamstring. How many players, how many times have we seen that? The, especially in the NFL, there's kickoffs. Why even have the kickoff? Cause they just oh. kick it through the end zone. Yeah, it's and silly. it's the highest percentage of injury to play ratio.
1: Were you aware yeah, of that? that?
0: Yeah. It is the yeah. highest injury to play ratio,
1: but I still like it.
0: But you still have the chance if you have a big returner. Like if you're with the XFL rules, yes, it's gonna. I think it's gonna change the way it returns, and I think it's gonna take a year or two for the teams to figure it out. But you're gonna have set plays off of those returns eventually. Oh yeah, right. And oh, okay. Yeah. this does not work. Let's try this. And oh, you want to see a reverse off of a off of a return? You got so much more options with everyone being five yards apart. You've you can pull a guy back and around to run that reverse. To me, it would it would make things a lot more interesting than just saying 40 or a kick. Yeah. Again, we talked about it last week, but 40. We talked about it with Arlen uh, before the show, and he said 40. 40? 40? Like, are you crazy? Are you crazy? And we're like, yeah, we're thinking like 25. He's like, even the 30 would be pushing it. So <laughs> Exactly. Um. Anything else in the CFL world before we jump into?
1: No, nope, I'm good. All right. There's not much happening in the CFL right now. the general managers meetings are over. It's kind of that low um, I'm sure every camp is busy um, trying to prepare for 2024. yep um, but um, yeah let's let's move on.
0: yeah um first in the league. Yes. For your Vancouver Canucks, who are playing later today, we'll get into kind of a preview of the game. This is why I'm kind of trying to move things along a little bit quicker. So um, <laughs> if things feel normally rush, it is because there is a hockey game that starts just at, after 8 o'clock. Um, so basically what I want to do is turn the next 25 minutes or so into a pregame for the Vancouver Canucks, taking on the Blackhawks at home. Um, a Blackhawks team that doesn't include Connor Bedard, which is quite upsetting. Been, could have, should have been his, his return home to Vancouver playing against his childhood team, but stuff
1: happens and completely um, clean hit stuff happens. And it's unfortunate. What I hate, don't get me wrong. There's nothing about the Chicago Blackhawks that I like. Nothing. Zero. I, I patui. When I say their name. Patooey. So they're kept, they're limping into, into Vancouver. Let's face it. They're they're hurting. Yeah, they um, have a
0: lot of injuries right now. They here. have
1: a ton of injuries. I no, I don't feel bad for them. I'm sorry. I don't I hate them. Um so we are going to um destroy them. Yeah, De- I mean Really, it's
0: it's just this the only issue I have is this could be one of those games where we
1: we're take first it for granted.
0: We're, we're first in the league. We have a 99.9% chance of making the playoffs. Say that again. When, we have we're, again. which one? The fact that we're first in the league by points, um third by point percentage, um and a 99.9% chance to make the playoffs. Think about that for for a second, folks. We came in. We came into this year with a fifty-one percent chance to make the playoffs.
1: Jake and I came into this year. I bet you, if we go back, I'm going to see if I can task Jake to find that clip. Um, not now, um, but before next week, yep. where we talked about predictions for for this year coming into this year, and. We both said if we make the playoffs, that's huge, massive.
0: I don't think we said it was huge or massive. I think that was the goal for this year. The goal this year was just to make the
1: playoffs. Make the playoffs—that was success. Yeah, I that was what. That was our words with yeah. success. In my head, when I was saying that, I'm like, we got as much chance of making the playoffs as I do of winning a million dollars. So I might win a million dollars in 2024. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. That sounds good to me. Um, <laughs> Why would it sound good to you?
0: Well, because you're old and you're gonna sooner or oh. later, so I'm going. Wow! Gonna I, all I'm saying is I'm going to inherit the 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 smart investing you do after we blow like two hundred grand in Vegas. <laughs> wow! He's freaking waiting for me to die, folks. Hey, look! If you've got a couple million dollars in the bank, I'm not going to be heartbroken <laughs> when <Mexico>. when. <laughs>
1: what? Wow. Seriously, Jake, you're such a douche. What can I say? Wow. Anyway. <laughs> what <laughs> were we talking about before you killed me off and took my um, money?
0: <laughs> the Canucks being better than we could have ever imagined?
1: 99.9% chance to make the playoffs. I'm actually, I'm going to look that up. It, it might be higher than that. It might be 100% now.
0: <laughs> there might be an extra nine. Oh, that wow. to that.
1: But in all honesty, I mean, we talked about it numerous times. Six. What is success now? Um, if they're not making at least two, three rounds, if they don't make it by the second round, I'm going to be very disappointed.
0: Now to do that. And again, we, we, we keep talking about it, but Kuzmenko, the game, not the last game against Toronto, the game before that against Arizona, he did not look good. Not only did he not look good, he got, A total of zero minutes and zero seconds in the third period. So it's not just media and it's not just fans pointing at him and saying, you look bad. It's the coach.
1: Well, the coach has been saying it since game one, really. Um, He's been on his butt. Actually, that's not true because at the beginning of the season, he started out playing okay. I was going to bring this up and I was going to ask you your opinion of this theory of mine. I'm listening. When he got hit in the head with a puck... Do you remember that? Got hit in the jaw, I think it was. Yep. I wonder if we go back and take a look at his points prior and then points after. Is there no. a correlation there? No. Nothing, eh? No.
0: No. He, like, and I can say wholeheartedly, confidently, he was, it was the same, we were having the same conversations before he got hit with the puck. Oh. I don't think it's, a, I don't think it's a scared of injury. I don't think it's a scared of, uh, of re-aggravating uh, something that could be that. I think, I just think that under Bruce which is where he saw his most success there was no structure there was no defensive ownership there was there was nothing he could do and,
1: his he could do his figure skating on the ice
0: and it worked because everyone was doing it everyone was playing selfish hockey yeah it sounds it it's not a bad thing and let's let, let, it sounds like it's a bad thing it wasn't it worked for it works for Bruce and it does work for Bruce for it a does
1: infinite period of time
0: yeah i mean look at his look at his win-loss record he's w- way more wins than he does losses yeah uh, in the re- in the regular season
1: yeah um then Rick that kind comes of hockey in. doesn't fly the playoffs obviously
0: exactly and right. it's 100 been proven like yeah but rick Tocket yeah. comes in and you can even see it in the tail end of last year once the system started getting put in place kuzmenko's numbers started to go down Simple. He's just, he's not a player who can play well under talk system, which is fine. There's many players who have played well under one coach and terrible under another. It's not, it's not the first time it's happened. It's not the last time it's happened, but what can the Canucks do with him now?
1: Because I, I, you know, when I've said it before and I don't know if I've said it on air or I've just said it to you at this point, we have $6 million. Is that his cap hit? Five point something. I think he's 4.5. I'm going to look it up right now. I think it's 5. point Something. Cause I keep saying $6 million man sitting on the bench. It doesn't work. It's not worth it. That's $6 million that we could, uh, five, cap room.
0: 5.5 and sign for one
1: more year. Right. So, um, we got to trade him. We really, but when, the I problem mean, he is- play, he might play very well for another team. I think the guy The I was going to call him a kid, cause he's way younger than I am um, has a career. It's just not in Vancouver.
0: Yeah. Which is unfortunate. I, I, cause I think he's, I, I was just saying, I, I think it's unfortunate. Cause I really do. I like the player. I like yes. all sounds and everything. He's a very jovial guy, like very great in the locker room.
1: He's not a cancer.
0: It. No, it's just, he's not working on the ice. And that's the most unfortunate part. There's, It's so easy to hate a player if he's a, a bad teammate or something like that, but he plays well on the ice so we can look, overlook it. I think it's even harder to look at a player and be like, you're a great dude. You're great in the locker room. You're fantastic. It just, you, we're working with a puzzle here and, and your piece is shaped like a square and we need a triangle.
1: Your piece is squ- shaped like a square and we need a triangle.
0: Square and we need a
1: triangle. He's cute, guy, Folks, folks, he's cute. Um,
0: I'm sorry you don't understand basic geometry, but that's
1: a square <laughs> and a triangle. I didn't see you do the square first. Yeah, you were um, looking at your phone! <laughs> um,
0: The problem is, is now what do you get for him? Because he, he's a distressed asset, so you can't just... It's not as simple as trading
1: him for another player of his ilk. No, I think what you gotta do is package them. I think you pat you, you this is gonna be a package deal where it's is it him and chaos giraffe? I'm gonna bring him you can't, up twice. You're not
0: trade you're not trading Tyler Myers with Carson Susie out. I'm sorry. That's Carson well Soucy unless out. you're getting a defenseman. No, you can't. Why not? That def that defenseman's then replacing Carson Susi. You're not replacing Tyler Myers and Carson Susi. I'm sorry. You can. you you could. It's not gonna we'll be you easy. You can't. It okay, it's doable, it's a bad idea. I
1: didn't even get to finish and you cut me off. Sorry. So if you package Koozie with the Chaos Giraffe and a pick, what do you get? Can you can you go to the flames and say Lindoman
0: Will that be enough? That's a to be fair, that's a huge ask. That's a huge ask for two rentals.
1: You're getting no. two rentals. Yes, it is. Well, I, I can understand you saying that with about Chaos Giraffe. I'll get back to him later. But for Kuzmenko, we're scratching. Kuzmenko,
0: them. if you, so for Kuzmenko, the deal I'm looking at and the way you're presenting it is basically Kuzmenko and a pick for Lindholm. And then Su- um not Susie, uh Myers and Tanev is a swap. So let's take out Tanev and Myers for right now. So you're telling me that you think a distressed asset that's being scratched and a second round pick that I don't even think we have? That I just want to <laughs> take a look at our, our draft picks. Probably we have a first not. round pick and a third round pick, two fourths.
1: There you go. So let's say, don't give away the first. Let's say the third. And? Maybe a prospect. But in and... No, not and. You're Again, you're, you're
0: looking at it as if you're trading an asset that's worth something. There's some
1: no play. ways.
0: <laughs> you're t- looking at it as if you're taking... You're, look at the asset of Kuzmenko as a negative asset. So the... the but to, he's... No, no, but, 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 he is! He's scratched! Enough. He is scratched! But to and another. you're trading him... You're trading him... You're You're trading him to a team that is not rebuilding
1: to Calgary. yeah but he could be rebuilding no you're not rebuilding you can't be rebuilding not if you're trying to the team (laughs) they're not the team so that's off the board remember cease and desist I I (laughs) ceased and I desist but But we got to find something for him. We're not going to give him away for a pick. We're not going to just give him away. We have to get a tangible.
0: Okay, this is this is my this is my argument. We've seen um, we've seen Patrick Elvin and Jim Rutherford do this.
1: What did we get? Hold it, Brandon says we're literally building a new building, rebuilding. (laughs) Boom, boom, boom. So
0: we've seen. What did we get for Bo Horvat? Atu, Ratu. And a first round pick, and her, right, we turn that first round pick into Heronic. Why can't we do a, a deal like that? Yeah, I would be okay. Oh, with and that. and we got Beauvillier as a cap dump, right? We then yeah. traded Beauvillier to get the cap space and a pick t- to get Zadorov. So you say, oh no, we can't, we can't trade, we can't get rid of Kuzmenko for nothing. I think we can. I think if we get a, th- if we, t- being completely honest, if we trade. Kuzminko and a third for future considerations. I think that's a win with 0% retained. That's a win.
1: I think you need to stop taking those illicit drugs.
0: $5.5 million of cap space now on trade deadline.
1: And, Brandon is commenting and I hate when I say Brandon's making a point because Brandon just made a really good point. Me and him talked if about we, this earlier today. So I we, know
0: exactly what he was going to say.
1: If we free up cap space for um, Pete.
0: Not even i see. He keeps saying PD, no matter what, whatever PD number says, we're unloading the, we're backing up the Brinks truck, giving him whatever number he says. He says 13.5 for eight years. We put 13.5 for eight years. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. You, you, you're building the team around Patterson's contract. Yes. But that 5.5 5 million now makes signing heronic a lot easier. Yeah. A $7 million contract. Oh, that's only 1.5 million more than we already had on the books.
1: Like, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah.
0: Right. Like getting rid of,
1: again, but I don't like, who do you put into his space? Like you just can't eliminate that spot. Who do you put but- in there? Linus Carlson. We've scratched him for five or six games. Yeah, we can. And we've won most of those games. True enough. True. You got a point. Right? God, like when You have a point. What, right? What, and what, then you can go. And full, then you, hold on. Is it a full moon? You and Brandon just had a point at the, on, on the same night.
0: I know. That's just because you're the, you're that out to lunch. <sighs> and then you can go and look at someone like Adam Henrique from the Ducks, who has been rumored to be. It, the connects have been interested in 5.825 million for this year so easily fittable within the cap right again, you're probably having to trade a prospects like Linus Carlson and a pick to get them but you're all in this year that's what you're going to do for you to be all in for you to have this team at this point and to say, oh we're not all in we have
1: to be all in you have to be all in. So and Green yeah, has come out and said, I owe it to the players who stuck with us and are playing their off. This has to, we have to go all in. Yeah. So, we're pushing all our chips to the middle. Come so in April, you, it's go time. So do you, do you then
0: go to Anaheim, who's their rebuilding team, and you say, here's a second round pick next year and the silly pod Colson, who the team, I don't think has given up on, but they're not giving him the opportunity that he deserves. And you say, and we take Adam Henrique for 50% of the salary, or do you offer a first round pick this year? Like really a a first round pick this year is a second round pick in every other year that we've had. Yeah. So first round pick and a, and a prospect, just someone that they can plug into their lineup to, to keep them at their numbers. And you they retain fifty percent. Well now you've got three million dollars two million dollars still to play with. You can go out and get find a Tanev type player for, as another it. rental.
1: See, like, I just keep I, I keep going back to I'd love to see Tanef come home.
0: I would too, but
1: the right? I think the cost from
0: Calgary Flames to trade interdivisionally when is you, going to be too high.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think Tanev's gonna end up um who was it that said it? Oh, it was Chris. Um, your your uh, step brother um, said that uh, he was going to end up in Boston or New York, which Would I could see. Yeah, I also I...
0: wouldn't be surprised in a in a three way trade that Calgary doesn't know about, and ha- uh, Hannafin ends up in uh, in Toronto.
1: Yeah, because right?
0: you can't be trading with Toronto, apparently Calgary.
1: Just insane, insane. Um, so. We beat that. I worst. don't
0: Dom. I do not believe the Islanders. Sorry. I just want to bring this up. I don't think New York is in the Islanders. I believe New York as in the Rangers. No, no, the, I think the it was Island, Islanders. I don't think so. I think the no? Islanders, I think the Islanders are looking at things and, and ready to blow it up. They just fired their coach. They just brought in Patrick Waugh. They need some big <sighs> changes.
1: Wow. So, that was that came out of nowhere, eh? Nobody talked about that.
0: Uh, see, that's funny because Twitter earlier that day was all Lane Lambert watch, Lane Lambert watch on my Twitter being like, that's how bad things were in for the Islanders him. And then it was literally, oh, that was quick. Didn't even last a whole day.
1: So Dom's asking um, if it's going to go to the Rangers, what? For what? I don't know what he's talking about. I've lost. I've lost track. Well, so
0: th- so Dom, there's there's two different trade scenarios where um, Toronto and Calgary can't trade. So I think Hannafin was linked to Toronto before all of that came out. Yeah. Then there's the Tanev to the Rangers. I don't know what the what the ask would be for something like that. Um, I would assume a draft pick. I'm assuming they'd be happy with a second round draft pick and a, and a prospect. Yeah. Or a third round and a and a, and a prospect. I don't know though. Um, just, just hearsay. Old man. Old man. You're, we're going to have a, to have a really shitty last week and a bit of February, of January here for your prediction to be right. I know. <laughs> Cause I told you nine, three, and one was absolutely insane. You said there's not a chance they're going to go nine, three, and one. And here we are. dead. Here And here we are January 22nd. And it's, we're currently 8-1-1. One and, one. and I look ahead to the Blackhawks, the Blues, and the Blue Jackets, and whew, we might be 11-1-1. One one. <laughs> it um, could very well be.
1: Right? At what least, a run this team has been on. Unless uh, I, my new prediction is 10-1-2. 10-1-2. I'm, I'm, I'm okay I'm with a, that. I'm, a, I'm a, uh, amending my, my prediction. I am totally okay with that. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. We go every month, go 10-1-2. Again, we we got
0: to remember we're not going to do this every single month.
1: You know Canucks what, fans,
0: Canucks fans put get your get your reality checks here in. We're not gonna we're not gonna go this hot
1: throughout every single month. We've been saying that since the start of the season. Hundred percent keep up this pace. We 100%. can't keep up this pace. we, no. can't keep this pace. we, we can't didn't keep up this Just pace. Look at December. We didn't keep up the pace. December was was the only month we didn't. Correct, but
0: not ten. Not again, nine three and one would be keeping up a pace that was un would be unfathomable. Mm. eight one and one is is a pace that's unfathomable. so maybe you're right, maybe it is one of those, yeah, we can' keep up this pace. this is how good we are, but maybe it's just me being like we don't need to we don't need we can't always be expecting this level when
1: we when we look at it when we break the season down, we're at the end of January that's we only got 3 games left in January. Then we have February, March, and April. Yeah.
0: And, and only part of April. April. Huh? Yeah. I said an only yeah, only a couple
1: um I think there's only 3 or 4 games in April, is there not?
0: I'm lo- I'm looking it up right now. Sorry. I had it open and now I think I opened up something.
1: Obviously, else. we're we're getting close here. We've only got 2 months left in the season. We've played 46 games. Okay. To the end of April, end of and, a- April 18th, April oh, 18th is our last game. Middle of April. Okay. So we got two and a half months left in this season. Why can't we continue this pace? I,
0: I don't know. Like that's right? the thing. There's no, there's no reason why we can't, Yeah. But there's a, always that voice as a Canucks fan with Canucks luck in the back of my head that says, It's not going to happen. Why can't it happen? Because we're the Canucks.
1: Because we're the Canucks.
0: We can't have good things. (laughs) We're not allowed to have have nice things. We can't have
1: nice things. (laughs) What do we play? We play eighty-two games. That's right. Right. So we only have thirty-six games left. Yeah, we're over that. We're well over the halfway point. So of the (laughs) thirty-six games left. Should we make a prediction for all 36 games? Should I throw a number out there for you?
0: I mean, it, be careful. If you throw a number out there, I'm going to hold it to you,
1: and we're going to do weekly check-ins. What if I said we're going to have 20 more wins? So we're going to go 20 what and what? 20, 10, and 6. Oh, that's too high of losing in overtime. 20. 10 and 6. I keep saying it.
0: Okay, we're we're going to go have 20 more
1: wins. That's my guess. Out of the 36, we're going to have. That's too low. I think we're going to go 25. I think we're going 25 wins. So we're going to, in the last 36 games, 25. I I hate to argue with you, but I can't. Eight and three. I can't argue with you because if you like, point percentage. 25, eight and three. Dom just, and Dom's did it to me because he said 23, 10 and three. So I'm going to say 25, eight and three. Put a boom. (laughs) Take it to the bank.
0: Oh, point percentage is a very big thing for me because it is.
1: Not 20 more. Tw- I said 25 more wins.
0: Let it update. Let it update, old man. Let it update for you.
1: Oh, Give it a second. There we go.
0: So if we get 50 plus three, so 53 points out of how many games did we have? 36? 46. No, 36. Our win percentage would be seven thirty six point one 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 repeating. So that would be higher than our ours is, but not by much. No. it's it's higher by a point where I can say I'm going to argue with you and say you're twenty, you're twenty 13 and three. You're twenty one. Like that would have been more acceptable to me because I was like a six. That would have would have been a 680 six nine 690, or six ninety five or so, and we're at a seven seventeen win percentage right now. So the 25 is the is the high ends.
1: 8 games are against Boston, Winnipeg, Colorado and Edmonton. Correct. And and he has 8 losses on our sch- on the schedule there be.
0: <laughs> Let's go. Problem is if we lose to Winnipeg, Colorado and Edmonton, that's that could a hurt big us. problem for us. Yes.
1: Well, <laughs> it's funny because um as you know, my uh, our your, your cousin, my nephew, reached out, and he has season tickets up in Edmonton. And he reached out and he said, hey, what do you do in April? Blah, 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 whatever that game is. So I'm going to the game in April against Edmonton, um, which is one of those eight games Brandon mentions. Um, April 13th. And we, that could literally um, be a really important game when it comes well, down the, to it.
0: so well looking at the Canucks schedule and I haven't done this because I honestly thought we there'd no chance that these games would mean anything. April 2nd against the Golden Knights, April 3rd against the Coyotes, April 6th against the Kings, April 8th against the Golden Knights. Again, April 10th against the Coyotes, April 13th against the Oilers, April 16th against the Flames and April 18th against the Jets. Big. That could literally like all of those games because I'm going to be assuming that the the schedule makers did something smart for once and all of those teams are also playing Pacific Division rival games. That could literally determine who's finishing where.
1: Yeah. With a,
0: With a team like whether it's the Kings, the Flames, or the Coyotes who aren't in the playoffs
1: playing who, that spoiler role. Who gets hot, who stays hot, who, who, doesn't. who gets home ice advantage? Who doesn't? Yeah. Who's
0: playing Who's playing the Oilers in the first round? Who's playing the Golden Knights in the first round? The That's worst teams
1: I don't want to play in the first round.
0: To be honest, I don't want to play any of the Pacific teams in the first round. No.
1: I agree. But I don't know who I want to play in the first round. Unless, unless, somehow the flukes squeak in and we finish first. No, finish no, 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 no. I will no, take no, them no, in the first no. round every freaking time. We've been through this. We've
0: been through this the last time we were in the first in the Pacific. We are through, we went through this the last time, and I cannot deal with that again. I cannot deal with losing to a Flames team that limps or searches into the playoffs as the eight seed team to be defeated by them in six or seven games.
1: Oh, because that's what that's what's going to happen. <laughs> hey, shut up, Brandon. Just shut up.
0: <laughs> but unless you have anything else we want to discuss. The, no, we want to
1: enjoy this hockey game.
0: Yes. The, and I have literally have the game up on my other monitor here. So the anthems are going uh, as the Blackhawks um, are being hosted in Vancouver. Luckily, the, the snow didn't stop. Take your damn hat off during the national anthems. You have. You're on TV. <laughs> Take your hats off.
1: Oh, wow. This time it took uh, an hour and five minutes for Jake to rant. (laughs) Okay,
0: guys. I don't care which national anthem is playing. I don't care what hat you have on. I don't care if you're a man, if you're a woman, if you're uh, a bi-gender, bi-neutral, ace-gender. I don't care who the fuck you are. When a national anthem is going on, you stand at attention, if you are able, and you remove your goddamn hat. It's not hard. It's the bare minimum of respect. You can take a knee if you'd like. You can take a knee. And I'm okay with that. You can take a knee. You can show defiance in almost any other way. But taking, not having your hat on. And if your hat is on in defiance, fine. That's cool. I totally get it. But 99% of you who have your hats on are just too stupid to take your hats off. Take your damn hats off. Take a knee. Throw your hand in the air. I don't care what you do to protest but show some a little bit of respect. Well, if they can't sing the anthem properly, that's not our fault. The music's playing. Just listen to the damn music.
1: You're inside! (laughs) And on that note, folks, till next week, till next week, Have yourselves a beautiful night. I bid you
0: adieu and good night.